I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Alrighty, I've got a uh, low-fat decaf caramel Zola for Greg. Greg? Hey, yep, there you go. Uh, two weeks of couples therapy, extra whipped cream. Don't want to know what you're using that for. Uh, they, no, no, it's... It's enough to share. You can... Oh, okay. All right. Uh, an iced coffee with a Tony Robbins book on the side for Denise. Denise? Hey, Denise. There you go. That's a, that's a good read. It's a good one. Nice little uh, little meditation music. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, a little jazz. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You take it easy. Uh, this one just says a, a, a hug for Nate. <laughs> that's mine. Bring it in here, big guy. Please come again. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to your favorite podcaster's favorite mental health podcast, Life's a Wreck. Uh, I'm your host, who drinks black coffee unironically, Kyle Moore, and joining me, as always, my co-host, my good friend, gigantic pain in the ass, also me, kind of you, kind like, kind of you. Yeah, there are some differences. For like, for instance, I'm anytime, anytime. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit more. Um, well, we're not we're not that we're not we're not that similar. Every day we become more of a yin and yang. See, I I'd never say something that lame. So so there's a difference. How do you think the um, coffee joke earlier was terrible? Oh, sorry, how do you think the keynote went? <laughs> just a just a lazy segue. Um, but to be honest, man, like I thought it went really well. Right, that little like nervous rush kind of thing. Like I missed that. Man. How good was that? It makes me feel alive. Can you imagine what it would be like to actually be like in front of a crowd, oh, you know, again, like dude, real life? Electric. You'll have to watch those uh, little earthquake hands, yeah, though. Hey, right? low, low blood sugar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, either way, a lot of great things happening um, right now. And thank you to everyone who came to the keynote. Much love to you guys. And as a bit of a thank you, I'd uh, just like to play a quick audio clip of Kyle walking in to record today. Look at me, my head is so big and I smell so bad. So you're a child. Oh, but dude, I thought we had like so much 
and common were like okay. so similar. All right, moving on. Shout out to our boy Nate for the inspo behind this week's intro. Yeah, Nate's a really great musician, and definitely go check him out uh, on Instagram at NathanielMP3. Or if you want to go check out his music, uh, just go to your favorite music listening platform and search Not Applicable. He's uh, he, he's really got this really unique vibe. Um, love his stuff, so definitely go make sure to check him out. Uh, and while you're on socials, make sure to go follow us, uh, rate and review the podcast, you know all the deals. Um, and if you want to get your skit on the podcast uh, for an intro, all you have to do is check out the little question box that we put up on our socials uh, the week leading up to a podcast, and uh, your skit might be chosen, and you might get a shout out on our consistently growing podcast. So there you go. Well, we're on it. Since you're already going to be like on your phone checking out Nate's music, I mean, you might, you might as well pop over to the App Store, the Google Play Store, just download, download Tether. Wow, well done. Great say. Are you a man who is looking for a community of your peers who just get it? A place to air out your thoughts and seek support from other men? Then Tether is something you should definitely check out. It's a really incredible peer support social network that you can download onto Apple or Android software. Um, and it's going to introduce you to this like amazing community of men who just get it. Um, that we're also a part of. So download it today uh, and start connecting. We, we are we are getting better. We are getting better at this. Hey, you said it, not me. Ah, you said it, not okay. me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking about getting better. Segway. Uh, this week's guest has really shown people that even in quarantine with the gyms closed, mental health struggles at an all-time high, that we can still progressively get better both mentally and physically. My incredible our. friend, our incredible friend, Gina Amin, is a personal trainer from Toronto who decided to pursue a career in personal training after she spent years dealing with body image issues and insecurities. During the first of like, of so many in COVID lockdowns, um, Gina decided that she was gonna lose weight that had made her feel insecure and unhealthy. And along the way, she was able to transform her body and mind into a healthier and happier one. She started sharing her fitness journey and philosophies on social media and almost overnight was able to reach millions of other young women. Now she wants to continue to use her skills, experience, and the power of sharing her own journey to help others become the best version of themselves. Huh, sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. Uh, huh. Funny how that works. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Almost like there's power in sharing your story. It's crazy. Gina, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Things are good. A little bit busy for me just because yeah. things have changed in my life dramatically within the last like four months. So I'm still trying to adjust to everything. I'm still trying to get used to everything. Um, but mentally, I'm probably the best that I've ever been for sure. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's been like a really, really good start to the year, but I've been very good. Thank you for asking. That's great. Yeah, of course. What, what was, what's been the catalyst for this like the, you know, your really positive mental state? Well, okay. Well, I guess I could just share my story a little bit. Absolutely. Um, Hop into it. Absolutely. Um, so pretty much I had started personal training about two and a half, three years ago and, um, things were going really well, like fairly quickly, which was great. Um, but what had happened was I was so distracted with like, trying to make as much money as possible in a way like that was my main focus that um I kind of just neglected my body neglected nutrition neglected like any sort of like self-care completely just to make mm -hmm. sure that like I was trying to make as much money as possible but that obviously right. didn't turn out great um but as much as I was making 
money, I just like, didn't feel like myself in my body Mm -hmm. anymore because I had gained 20 pounds. And, um, I was still trying to pursue this like personal training career of mine. And I was a little hesitant because I was like, like when you hire a personal trainer, for example, you want them to look like a personal trainer. And I didn't know what I mean. Like, yeah, I didn't feel like I looked like that. And that was Mm. like a lot of pressure on me, but thankfully COVID happened, which is something that I'm super grateful for personally. Um, because I kind of just, yeah, exactly. Like I think a lot of people actually did really enjoy that time to kind of like self-reflect and, have that time just to yourself, just to focus on yourself. And that's exactly what I did. I pretty much just was focusing on myself, getting my fitness in check, getting my nutrition in check. And honestly, I was posting a lot on Instagram and TikTok and that blew up very luckily. Mm. I'm super, super grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Been doing some numbers. Exactly. Yeah, it's been great. Um, But it all kind of just happened at the same time. So I'm just happy because this is, exactly what I love to do. I love training and it kind of just all fell into place and that's why I'm feeling that's good. Great. Yeah. That's great. That's, I'm so happy to hear that. We're, we're, when you were kind of like um, looking to make as much money as possible, was it through personal training or was it through other things and you were doing personal training on the side? It was, I guess, somewhat both. Like I was working at a restaurant at the time as well. And um, I, at the time, had no idea what I wanted to do when I was older. Like i Mm. was so stuck and I yeah 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 yeah, I talk about it all the time like I just I was at Ryerson like I went to Ryerson and I was in a program that I hated like child and youth care was just something that like I don't know I liked it but I just didn't find it very challenging at all like it was just kind of one of those classes where you went through the paces kind of thing exactly and like you could totally skippable like you could skip a class and you'll do fine kind of thing right so I was just in this like hump where I didn't know what I wanted to do and I really liked personal training. That was something I really wanted to do, but a lot of people doubted it with like Mm. money wise. They were just kind of like, Oh, you sure you can make a decent living. So I was just trying to like prove to everybody that I could do it. So I was like working Mm. a lot of hours just to kind of be like, yeah, I'm making like really good money. But realistically I was just like working way too much and that's what happened. But I resonate with that so much because I feel like a lot of the times within my own life, it's been that like um, that idea of like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice everything else in my life and like starve my like, you know, miss meals, all this kind of stuff, because I'm like, oh, like I got to I got to make sure that I'm like podcasting 24 seven and doing all this stuff. And I found and I don't know if you also found this, that like once I started to focus again on myself and my own health, like it was amazing how all of this stuff around me, I was like, wow, like it really seems like people kind of resonate more when I'm able to give a hundred percent of myself versus like, to like one or two things versus 20% of myself to like 50 different things. A hundred percent. And it just all goes back to like loving yourself first. Like you just got to love yourself first before you get into anything, like before you do anything with your career or relationships or anything like that, you gotta, you gotta love yourself. So I totally agree on that. Yeah. I think it's a great metaphor that, um, I've always been kind of told is it's like, uh, it's like if you were to give out, um, like you yourself kind of like you have a finite amount of energy and love and all these things that you can give it, as much as people want to think that it is just this boundless, that we as people <laughs> so are just like untapped, you know, we so have true. all of this like potential. We can always give, 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 give. 100%. It is so funny that like 
how quickly you can deplete when you're like, okay, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Like when I was at school, you know, I went to Ryerson as well. Um, that like when I was working on the podcast, serving at a restaurant, um, working as an intern, trying to balance like relationships and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was a shell of a person. Totally. And yeah. And then after, and funny enough, when COVID happened, I was like, I literally remember, um, about two weeks before COVID had happened and I was told by my parents that they wanted me to move home. Um, I was like, I was on the phone with my parents basically being like, Hey guys, like I'm at the point where like, I'm probably going to go to the hospital tonight because like, I just can't handle everything that's going on. And COVID really, like you said, it put a lot of things into perspective where it was like, holy shit, like I need to start focusing on myself because if I don't, this is going to be just like I can't do anything. Absolutely. That's that's so true. And I think like right now, a lot of people hear like, you got to work, you got to grind, you got to keep doing this, keep doing that. But oh my God, grind culture. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, it's, it's exhausting at some point. Like when you see that all the time, it's just kind of like, it's also really important to work on yourself and focus on Mm. you before you get into anything. And that's probably like the biggest thing I learned after covid or the first quarantine for sure yeah yeah yeah. the first the first of many quarantines yes exactly Um, yeah i that's actually i think a great transition into kind of like the mindset of fitness and i think that uh from what i've seen from your content and knowing you like it's an interesting thing to see like i want to i would love if you could walk me through your mindset of your uh weight loss and your fitness journey because i feel like a lot of the times um and i don't know if you see this with clients or within yourself that like people kind of try to like almost hate themselves into a version of themselves they can love. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah. And I find that that can really obviously hinder your, your fitness potential. Oh Cause gosh. it's like, Oh, I've done, I've done five pushups and I'm not where I want to be. I exactly. hate myself. I'm going to quit. Exactly. Um, versus it being like, I feel good after this. And that's kind of like the, the benchmarks to go off of. So I would love to, if you could walk me through what that all looked like for you from when you gained the weight, from when you lost the weight um, and just kind of like that, that, whole journey for sure um so what had happened when I like initially gained the weight I was always like a leaner smaller girl um so when I had gained the weight um I honestly like I can't even explain my mindset really during that time it was just like Mm. it was just a lot of things were going on as well like a lot of bad things in my life were happening and that was getting to me and like trying to prove to everybody that I could get into fitness was like really really getting to me and like being a personal trainer who gained 20 pounds of unwanted fat like doesn't sound great and that was definitely like completely crushed my like I don't know, I guess my confidence, like my confidence yeah, was yeah, yeah. thrown out the window when all of that happened. And when COVID like started and quarantine started, I was like, okay, well now I don't have a gym. Like, how am I going to, how, mm. like, I felt even, I felt even worse at the very, very beginning of quarantine. I was like, there's no way I'm going to lose the weight. I'm just going to keep gaining weight. And I started realizing that like, I just want to be more active now because not just because I want to lose the weight, but more so like I used to love the feeling of, you know, working out. Like Mm -hmm. I used to love it. And for some reason during that time when I had gained the weight, I just, I didn't like working out as much as I used to. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted that feeling again. And my mindset was more so like, just do it to feel better. Like just do it because you used to love this so much. And Mm -hmm. that was like that was what I was trying to focus on more on like the health side of fitness. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to my clients as well. It's like, 
do it because it's good for you, not because mm. of the results that come with it, even though they're going to come with it. Like, I promise you they'll come, right. but like, you gotta, you gotta look at it as like, this is good for you. Your body needs this. Your body literally craves mm. this. So it was more so like, I just want to love it again. And I did, I ended up really enjoying it. And when you start to enjoy it and you start to like be really consistent with it, you then see the results and then you're, you're even more, you know, invested into fitness. But yeah. I think the most important thing is like, do it because it's good for you, not because mm-hmm. of the results. That's just like the how, biggest thing for sure. Yeah. How have you found that, um, whether it's with clients or with yourself, that idea of loving your body? Because I know that so many people, that's a tough thing to do. Hell, I'll, I'll be the first to say like within quarantine and stuff, it has been one of those things where I've tried so hard with certain right. elements of my life where I'm like, okay, I'm going to work out. I'm going to stay lean, blah, blah, blah. Totally. Uh, and then once in a while you walk by a mirror and you catch a look at yourself and you're like, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, that's it. true. Like, I know oh, I need to, I know I need to, yeah. It's like, oh God, I got to get back at like back at it kind of thing. I know the um, feeling. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I'm really curious, like what you tell clients and, and clients who have a tough time with that in general. And, and like, it's daunting to, uh, that's a big undertaking to okay like i've got a personal trainer i'm going to tr- like f- transition my life to this healthier lifestyle like that's an intimidating thing big step. Um, yeah, and i know sure. that a lot of people who might be listening to this might be thinking like i would really love to go on that same journey but i don't really know where to start right. and so I, w- I would love to kind of know what you would say those first steps have looked like whether it's for you or your clients or anything like that yeah so i think the biggest step um i mean the first step would definitely be to pretty much tell them to stop comparing yourself to anyone. Yeah. Comparison, the thief of joy. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. something that I used to do all the time. And it's thanks to social media and thanks to all the little Barbies on Instagram that make you feel like you have to look like that. And mm-hmm. I always like try and preach that. It's just like, it's not realistic. There's a lot of things that come with it. When you see things on Instagram, it's just not what you think it is for the most part. And I always try and like reassure my clients that and just tell them like, you need to focus on you. You need to focus on you like losing your weight or if you want to like a big butt, for example, we'll get you a big butt, but don't focus on looking like somebody else because it's just not realistic. And I think that's the Mm -hmm. biggest thing. Girls just compare themselves all the time and like I always preach that like you're never going to look like somebody else as much as you try like it's it's very difficult for you to look like someone else you just gotta love yourself and work on yourself and be the best version of you that's Mm -hmm. always what I try and say like I think the biggest thing when it comes to um, bringing a client on is like they always tell me I want a waist like super super small I want like a really big butt I want to look like or I've had clients tell me like oh I really want to look like this girl and they'd show me a girl that's mm-hmm. just like it's just not realistic um yeah and I think yeah, that's yeah. that's the biggest thing just be realistic about your goals and you you will get there as long as you mm-hmm. like put your mindset to it and you have that drive and ambition and if you really really want it then you'll get it Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny, you know, like even I find myself all the time and it's, uh, you know, I think that everybody compares themselves to somebody else like all the time. I am super bad about that. I remember even when I was a kid, like I would go over to my friend's places and they would have like more Legos than I would have. (laughs) I was like, damn, they're so much cooler than I am because like they, their collections. So like now, even especially with social media, it's like, you're constantly seeing this highlight reel. It's just for everybody. Oh yeah. Um, 
yeah, and it's so easy to kind of get caught up in that. Just like, well, you know, I think I look okay, but I could always look, always kind of looking at that, like, oh, but but there's always that better. There's always that next step. Absolutely. Um, and also, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's also normal to think like there is always going to be better. Like, I think yeah. that's just like human nature. Like, you can't be the ultimate best. And I think accepting that like there's always going to going to be better is like. I don't know, for me personally, it makes me feel better about myself when I think, you know what, there's always going to be better. Like, don't put too much pressure on yourself. In terms of, uh, I know it's always funny because I've had people before who have talked to me about fitness and it's like uh, the idea of nutrition and kind of like that whole I think that the idea of a lifestyle change can be a lot for people because oh, yeah. it's like, oh, I want to I want to hit my fitness goals, but I want to work it into the lifestyle that I live now. Right. And and I know that I am so guilty of it. Even <laughs> You know, you, you've made me a meal plan and I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll get to it when I've got the time totally. and all this kind of stuff. Right. Happens. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. And so with your clients, um, with you yourself, like how do you kind of how do you prep for a lifestyle change? Because I feel like that's just such for a lot of people, you're like, OK, I walk in the gym one day with like you know wanting to make a couple changes to my and I walk out with a lifestyle change and they're yeah. like holy shit I've got it this is a lot yeah totally so the process when it comes to taking on a new client actually is that they fill out an application and pretty much this application asks you like how badly do you want this pretty much like that sums it up and um I take on clients that really want it. Like I, mm-hmm. it's, it's very difficult to train someone that's not a hundred percent in it. And mm-hmm. I try and make sure that, you know, they want it just as much as I do. Cause it's not just like, I'm trying to help them, but my name is on the line. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I do my job properly, but my client has to be a hundred percent in it. Like if they're even 50% right. in it, they're not going to see what they want to see. So right. I think it's more so like, how badly do you want it? Mm. And like, depending on that answer, then I can take you on and we get right into it. Um, we kind of ease it in with the nutrition because that's something that like takes a, like quite some time to build when you're trying to change your diet completely. So we ease yeah. into it a little bit. Um, and the workouts kind of gradually start to increase as well. Of course. Yeah. 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 You don't want to go crazy at the beginning. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to start with muscle ups. Exactly, like, oh, uh, exactly. Actually, hold on. Yeah, exactly. But that brings me on to my next point. A lot of times when people, you know, go crazy at the beginning, they go crazy for like a week and then they give up and burnout. Yeah. Burnout. Exactly. So mm. we, we slowly kind of ease into it with the um, nutrition and gradually increase the intensity of our workouts, which is like what everyone should be doing when starting their fitness journey. Take it easy at the beginning slowly progress right. your way baby steps always exactly. baby steps in yeah. anything yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. how have you found uh with covid um seeing new clients because i know that uh, if i was to start working with a personal trainer i think that that um you're you know you're allowing somebody to have control of a very intimate part of your life totally. where it's like your relationship with your physical self is something that certain people have a lot of issues with mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you're bringing you're bringing in a third party and i think that it would be a lot easier to build that trust with somebody when you are seeing them face to face you have that physical human connection where you're like in the same space or whatever totally. have you found it more difficult doing like the electronic training honestly no um i've actually yeah i have actually enjoyed it a lot more i would say um just because i am able to train girls like all over the world which is really really nice you only train girls 
Yes, just girls for now. Okay. I might transition to boys at some point, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, just girls. And I'm able to do it all over the world, which means I can just connect with more women. And, you know, they're in the comfort of their own home. They get to wear whatever they want. Mm. They're just, they're more relaxed, it seems. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. And I, you know, text them as much as I can, try and con- like, I'm talking mm. to all of my clients throughout the week, right? Um, but I, I, I don't know. I found that like FaceTime has been great. Um, I think it's just Mm -hmm. because girls are just so comfortable and, and a big issue. What like I used to have when I would train in person was that girls just weren't comfortable in the gym period. Like they just didn't like being there. So I think like being in the comfort of their own home has really, really benefited a lot of women for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about at-home workouts? Um, well, uh, Ideally, like if I had to choose, the gym is like my yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. But right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, like I, I liked the at-home workouts at the beginning just because it was something very new. Um, yeah, absolutely, it was exciting. Exactly, it was very yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like so done with it. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. you. I don't know. You got you guys oh. have gyms open, right? Uh, yeah, we actually we in our area we do have gyms open. Yeah, yeah, yeah but which is phenomenal. Yeah, like. I'm so jealous. Like it's, it's tough transitioning from like gym all the time to home all the time is, is really difficult, but you got to get it done. So (laughs) I would love to hear how you've handled um, everything in terms of like, because I feel like you've, you've had a a pretty quick ascent within like social media and and what you've done, like your own, uh, like within running, you know, working for yourself, Mm -hmm. handling your social medias and that kind of stuff. Like, I'm curious, like, do you find that because of the fact that your lifestyle, you share a lot of that with social media? um, Do you ever find that it gets a little bit too much? Or how do you kind of like regiment yourself so that you have time for yourself? And it's not just like constantly, okay, what's the next post? That's so true. Um, It's actually funny. I had like a little breakdown the other day, just being like, I feel like, I don't know, this is just kind of taking over my life. Um, Yeah. As terrible as it sounds like I'm really happy and everything, but it's just like, it's such a crazy transition going from someone to going from someone that like didn't share anything to sharing like Mm -hmm. some of my most personal like stuff online and absolutely hey trust me i get it it's crazy it's crazy and it's like a lot of people that you don't know now know you and Mm -hmm. the people that do know you now know all these things about you and Mm -hmm. that's what really freaked me out it wasn't really about the people Mm -hmm. that didn't know me it was the people that now like knew me from high school now know like all my personal shit and it's just right yeah yeah, uncomfortable like I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like people I w- wasn't like friends with before or that I was like having a little bit of a breakdown and I was like, maybe I shouldn't share too much. But I think at the end of the day, like people really do connect to someone that, you know, is very open and Absolutely. Shares. Yeah. And I feel like people connect a lot better that way. So it's like, I think I'm going to have these breakdowns like pretty often just because it is like scary. I never want to like, you know, share too much or say the wrong thing mm-hmm. and it's hard. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that the biggest thing, like when you're working in an area that I would say that we both work in, in terms of like, you are asking people to give you access to their lives. 
it's like you kind of have to like it's this give and take right where it's like if i'm gonna if if i'm going to expect you to give me something with me like when i talk to people about mental health i and and they open up it's like i feel almost like that obligation where it's like hey you've given me this like little nugget of you well like now okay i kind of need to give you something in return so that it's like okay we we've established that trust where it's like if you're going to give me something and and you're going to open up and feel comfortable about that i have to you know not have to but you know it's good to do the same thing it's like it makes that person feel a lot more comfortable for sure and it makes probably so many other people feel comfortable listening to you connecting with someone else as well so for sure yeah yeah yeah. when you have uh when you have those moments where things are getting overwhelming um how do you how do you kind of de-escalate within your own mind how do you find kind of come back to that neutral state Um, for me personally, I talk to people. Um, I Mm. talk to my mom. I talk to my boyfriend. I talk to like real ugly guy, by the way. I know. Horrible. She just throw it out there. I I just can't stand the guy. I know. I've been, I've been saying this. I know. I I don't know why I'm dating him, but, um, (laughs) no, just, just for everybody listening. Yeah. Will, Will's a really good friend of mine from uh, university. Been on his podcast multiple times. He's been on mine. Good. Great guy. (laughs) Great guy. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I go to people that I trust and I care about. And Will, my boyfriend, is he's very good at calming me down. And he always notices when I, you know, overreact or he he just knows how to calm me down. Having those people that like can kind of just be like, you're good, you're overthinking, I think is like super, mm-hmm. super important. I think talking to your loved ones is something that personally really does help me when I have like my yeah. little moments. And that's such a funny like chicken and the egg situation where it's like because of the fact that you open up and you tell people about what's going on in your life, they can then recognize when you are spiraling. And I think that that's such a helpful thing when it's like, okay, we've built this foundation where it's like if I, because of the fact that I feel comfortable sharing with you, now all of a sudden you feel comfortable being like, oh, I see, you know, it seems like things are kind of a little bit out of line. And like, if you want to talk or whatever, then we can kind of like do that together. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'd actually love to hear what you do when you feel those little anxiety moments. Like, what do you Mm. do to cope? I would love to hear more about that. Because I don't, because I, all I do is like go to somebody and like vent. But yeah. If you have it. Yeah, I'm a big, uh, I mean, meditation is something that I got away from, but I definitely, I love meditating. Um, It's something that's helped me a lot. Kind of like that, that idea of um, breath work, aligning that mental and physical self, noticing small things around the room, um, really kind of like, and actually, you know, what's a funny little thing is uh, I've, uh, and I, and I've worked with like people about this before is like uh, taking a little shot of lemon juice. Oh, because, because I'm somebody who. I, when I start to overthink, I start to spiral. Right. And what I find with, if I, if I, it's, or like eat a really sour candy or something like that, that when you shock your, when you shock your, um, nervous system with something that's like unexpected, when you're in a spiraling moment, all of a sudden you kind of, it's an instant grounding exercise where it's like now your, your, your brain can't help but focus on the taste that's in your mouth because it's so extreme. It's so like, it kind of puckers up. So cool. And it and it gives your brain just enough time to slow down so that you can kind of laugh at yourself and be like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And then all of a sudden you kind of find yourself slowly instead of like that continuous spiral, it kind of brings you back up a little bit. And you're like, okay, I can kind of make a little bit more. Yeah, start to work on my breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, focus on that kind of core. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to try that. That's so cool. I like that idea. Yeah. 
it's such a funny <laughs> thing, right? Because it's like, and that's like the whole point of my podcast is it's like, it's not clinical. It's not backed right. by science or anything like right. that. It's just things that I've done within my own life, sharing experiences. And that's something that I remember that I did once in university. And I don't know why I did it. I was literally having just a terrible day. I was yeah. like on the kitchen floor, just super stressed out. I hadn't slept oh, in like a couple of days. Yeah. And, um, and I remember I just like opened up the fridge and I was just like looking around <laughs> I just like I looked at the lemon juice and I grabbed lemon juice and kind of like like a Gatorade <laughs> bottle kind of like squirt in my mouth yeah. and I and I just was like oh my Woke god up. I couldn't believe I did and I literally and it was it felt like that that fog for a couple seconds was just like what the fuck just happened like what That's the fuck awesome. what was this That's yeah awesome. and I was like and from there I was like oh this is something that like I might be able to work with yeah uh, and so from great. that on yeah I'm if I'm like spiraling <laughs> do please do yeah I it's, will, it's awesome sure. I will try um, yeah just just general mindfulness I think is huge like I've spent so much time um within my own head just like throughout my life especially in university I mean we had met each other probably for the first time like second year university probably something around there Mm -hmm. and um like my first two and a half three years of university honestly all four years of university my mental health was just like dismal um and so I spent so much time in my head in a negative sense right that you really that I really got to know myself very intimately which is something that I it built even though it was a kind of a crappy foundation to build off of I still kind of like had the building blocks that I was like okay if I restructure this and all right. of a sudden through therapy through meditation and all that kind of stuff right if I go in I already know myself I spent years in my head right now all of a sudden if I can kind of focus on presence within a moment but yet still know and be able to recognize things within myself and know when things are getting out of control um it really helped me kind of slow things down which was great and also like medication i take medication as well which helped a lot yeah um just kind of helped quiet the noise in my head so that i could really go in and do work with like therapists and that kind of stuff totally yeah but um yeah and also like working out that was a big thing for me as well it's like i honestly think the best medicine that you can do for yourself definitely one of them yeah yeah yeah. it was it's something that uh when I was back in high school um playing competitive sports like it was the only time that I felt like my um mental illness kind of like played in my favor especially my OCD because like I'm somebody who so chronically like um I'll get a thought in my head or like an intrusive thought and I will overthink it to like the extreme especially in things like relationships or whatever one little thing will happen and I and I'm like rifling through every day of the relate you know what I mean I totally know what you mean (laughs) yeah yeah and so back when I would play sports it was an opportunity for me to like and like like instead of hyper analyzing myself in my own life it was like hyper analyze the game or the physical activity or whatever and Absolutely. that occupied my brain and gave me a little bit of a rest to just kind of take a step back and be yeah. like oh my god okay yeah a little bit of a breather totally yeah. and you kind yeah. of just let out everything that you're holding in when you're doing things like sports. yeah so i totally agree on absolutely that. exhaust the body exhaust the mind right exactly exactly i am curious kind of like uh in terms of uh like like what was kind of the catalyst? Was it Will with the uh, with in terms of actually getting on like TikTok and increasing the content and that kind of stuff? Or was this something that because he's told me that you um, you do all of your own editing and all that kind yeah. of stuff? So I'm kind of curious, like how that how that all happened, because as somebody who works within that media space, it's a lot. It's a big undertaking to it's learn crazy. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. couple that with also being a personal trainer and everything else that you do. I'm kind of curious, like how that all came about. Yeah, totally. Um, so last summer I had started like an Instagram account, like a workout page, my current page right yeah. now. And, um, I was trying to get like a, a bigger following and it just wasn't really happening on Instagram. The algorithm, it's not great on Instagram. Um, 
but I had one night just was like, you know what? I'm going to post one TikTok. Like everyone was around me was making fun of TikTok and being like, don't get it. It's for kids. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you regret that now, but, um, I posted one TikTok. It just my transformation. It was super simple and overnight it blew up like completely nice. blew up and it transferred over to my Instagram account. And when nice. I had noticed that I was getting um, followers on Instagram, I was like, okay, I need to like bump up my content a little bit just so I can get people staying. Cause ideally like, mm-hmm. I don't love the app TikTok. I just find the editing process. It's a great tool kind of thing. Yeah. I just, it's, like it helped me get to where I am, but I don't really like using the app. I think right. I connect a lot better on Instagram with people. So um, it kind of just, I kind of just kept posting content. I kind of just kept posting on TikTok and TikTok really helped me transfer over to Instagram. And that's kind of like my mm-hmm. main focus right now. Um, but I, the best way I can like describe it when I schedule myself is pretty much just have hours out of my day to edit videos or Mm -hmm. um, think of new content. I kind of just think of content for like the whole week. That way I can, I don't have to worry about it on the day of, because I find that when Mm -hmm. I leave things last minute, um, I get very anxious and I'm like, I'm not going to get things done. Yeah. You always got to prepare. I think that's the best sort of advice when it comes to social media is that as long as you're prepared and you have everything set for you in the next seven days, I think it's okay. Um, but mm-hmm. Will did encourage me to get TikTok. Yeah. He encouraged me it. Too. Yeah, yeah. The reason I ask is because me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he encouraged it. Um, but I didn't, like, I had no idea any of this was going to happen. I, I honestly think yeah. I was very lucky to be completely honest with TikTok. I think a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of people are, but I mean, like, I, I still think that your content very much resonates in terms of that authenticity that I think you bring to it. Thank you. Because I think that like a lot of the times within that fitness industry and why it can be so intimidating for people is because of the the glamour that's kind of associated with it. Oh, that yeah. unrealistic, like, oh yeah, you know, like this is the workout routine that I followed Literally. and now I'm like Mr. Olympia. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Literally. That's so yeah, true. Yeah. So and true. so like to, yeah. So to be really, and, and the other thing too is I feel like there's a lot of like extremes within the fitness industry. Um, and with you, it's like, you know, you went to it, you got to a point where you weren't happy with where your body was at. You recognized the need and then you kind of like made the necessary adjustments to then transition back into that lifestyle. Sure. So I feel like it's a really like, I don't want to, it's, it's like a very relatable journey. Yeah. It's like you went through this incredible journey, but it's not something where it's like, oh, I dropped 500 pounds or I dropped 400 pounds. Exactly. It's like, Hey, I was just, you know, I just was at a point where I wasn't happy with where I was at and I made that turn that corner and now I'm in a better place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like just physically for me. Like I think mentally, like I'm at a completely different position now than I was last year. And I think the biggest transformation that like, I guess I don't even talk about enough is that I'm just, uh, I feel like a completely different person. And I think, yeah. yeah. And fitness is like, I think one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself that like teaches you so much in life in a weird way, hmm. it's a little bit deep, but like, yeah. How so? What has it taught you? I, it's just taught me like that as cliche as this is, it's just like hard work really does pay off. Like mm-hmm. as much as it sucks in the moment and you feel like you want to quit, it really, really is worth it later on. And I think that's just like a huge 
lesson that like we've always been taught when we were younger, but like seeing it actually work is so mentally changing. Like, I feel like as long as I set my mind with something, like I feel like I can accomplish it, which is something Mm -hmm. that I never used to think. I was always very, you know, down on myself and yeah, yeah, pessimistic about your capabilities and stuff. Totally with everything. Yeah, like, I, I recognize that exactly. Yeah, yeah. In myself. Yeah, not recognize that in you. I no, recognize no, that myself. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. Don't worry, but yeah, I think it just it changes your mindset on a lot of things when you get mm-hmm. your goals done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh, what would you do, or what would you tell people who have a tough time with that seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? Um, who are very kind of like obsessed with that. Okay. Every day it's like, I want to see something. I want to tangibly see um, that progress and can kind of get caught up in that a little bit. I know you talked a little bit earlier about how you kind of only take people on who, you know, kind of see that long-term goal. But if somebody who's listening to this um, wants to kind of start to transition that mindset from daily, I need to see results to long-term kind of like, is there any kind of like mental, whether it's an exercise or just kind of a transition in mindset um, that you think could could help them with that. Totally. Um, I think we spoke about it briefly earlier, but it's just about setting baby goals. Set hmm. small goals. Don't go crazy at the beginning. Um, I like to always say, like, for example, for the first week, you want to focus on having your three workouts out of the week. Just focus on that. Right. That's all you got to focus on. Then the second week, focus on maybe three workouts and making sure you have three really good, healthy, nutritious breakfasts, that kind of thing. Mm. Every week set a goal. Don't go crazy mm. at the beginning because you will burn out. I guarantee mm. it. If you ease into the journey, you're going to start to enjoy it. You're going to find it easier for you to accomplish those goals. And it's Mm -hmm. a long-term process. It's going to take a lot of time. There really is no easy fix when it comes to fitness. Mm -hmm. And I always say that um, just because on social media, there's a lot of things that make it seem like you can get a six pack in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just ridiculous. Like things that just are, I don't know how many videos I watched during high school. That was like six pack in a month. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, this is going to be me. Yeah. And I've totally followed it myself. Cause you always yeah. want to, you, you like what you hear. So you, you mm. dive into that, but just focus on you. It takes a lot of time. It is not a quick fix. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just ease into it. I think that's the biggest piece of advice for when it comes to starting your fitness journey is take it easy on yourself and ease your way into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find that, um, I, I was talking with somebody today, um, about kind of like the rhetoric that surrounds mental health and how, if it's not negative, it's like chronically positive. Like, I think that there's like such like a realistic middle ground that like we don't address very often. And that's what I like about, um, your approach to, to fitness and everything in your content is it, I find it is that middle ground. It's not like, totally. Hey, like, I'm just gonna, I'm not going to make empty promises. I'm not going to like blow smoke up anybody's ass for no exactly. reason. It's like, yeah, like, like you said, it's those baby steps and whatever. Yes. Um, have you, have you always been somebody who's kind of seen the more realistic side of things or do you kind of find yourself getting caught up in that negative, positive, um, seesaw? <laughs> I feel like honestly, there are moments where I do have that. And I think that's just human. I feel like we're just, we're like this generation and this time right now, I just feel like we're so surrounded by it. And Mm -hmm. we're seeing things on social media that make us feel bad about ourselves. Like for me personally, Mm -hmm. I still compare myself. I still, you know, like look at someone, I'm like, oh, why don't I look like that? Or 
that Mm -hmm. like, I still have those moments. And I think it's, it's normal. I think we all have those moments. I think we all have those negative thoughts about ourselves. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really important to notice that everybody goes through it and everyone has negative thoughts about themselves. Um, But it's just really important once again, just to like, not for me personally, when it comes to comparing myself to other people, it's Mm -hmm. just like, focus on you, like stop comparing yourself. That's not going to do anything for you. Um, I, de- but I definitely do still have those like negative moments in my life. Of course. Yeah. yeah you're human. We all are like, exactly. that's, you know, that stuff's going to come for yeah. sure. And I think yeah. it makes someone like a bit more relatable when they have, you know, stuff going on. They're like, yeah. okay, they're a normal, cool person. Like they still go <laughs> yeah, through yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. But exactly yeah. yeah the idea of only showing the highlights especially when oh, you yeah. are somebody who is active on social media that kind of stuff is just yeah totally it's kind of played out at this point it's exactly. like i think that there that that age of authenticity is definitely hopefully kind of like starting to creep in a little bit yeah i really hope so as well yeah i got two more questions for you if you're sure. uh yeah. if you still got the time cat totally uh the first one is i always like at the end of every episode to give uh, my listeners a challenge something that they can incorporate into their day their week their month uh, their life, just anything that has helped you along your, um, I would say mental journey, but mental and physical, if you kind of want to go um, the combination of the two or anything. Sure. Um, and so I would love if you could, uh, I'd love if you could put forth a challenge for uh, the Ooh. people listening to this podcast. Okay. Um, I have a challenge that I give my clients. So I guess I'll share that um, is go on a walk, a 40 to 60 minute walk. And it's not just physically good for you. I don't know about you, but like, I just find that like, I think of, I just have time to reflect when I go on a walk and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm listening to music. Sometimes I'm listening to a podcast. Sometimes I'm not listening to anything. Um, Mm -hmm. but just like, not just getting your movement in, but also just reflecting and appreciating like what we have, because this past year has been just so crazy. And I feel like we're Mm -hmm. all so much more grateful now with like the world around us. And I don't know, I think it's just important, like take in the moment, go on a walk, Mm -hmm. listen to whatever you want to listen to. But I always tell my clients, try and go on like a 40 to 60 minute walk every day. Swear. Wow. This will change you. Yeah. Every day. I go every day every day really damn yeah. good for you do you do when do you do it um so sometimes i'll go like right before like five o'clock because then i go grocery shopping or like i, I try and find like an errand i have to do like between mm-hmm. then but sometimes in the morning so great like 7 30 yeah. when like you know it's kind of quiet you know it's yeah. great it's yeah, great yeah. whenever you yeah. can whenever you can that's that's interesting yeah no i uh i remember when the uh when quarantine first started i was going on a lot of walks i think that that kind of uh that kind of tapered off a walk every day would be highly beneficial to me but god it would be tough kyle like i just i even okay you know what i i i try to do all the challenges that um that i really have to show it more because i feel like i don't show it (laughs) yeah um, like on social media but i i I try to do as many challenges as I can that uh, guests put forth, but yeah, okay, okay for a week, I'll try, try to it, try it. I'll and try to walk walk every day for a week. Okay. I will, I will Amazing. for sure. The last question that I want to yes. ask you: um, How can people connect with you? How can people support what you're doing? Um, yeah. Um, Instagram is pretty much where I live. Um, I have just transitioned over to YouTube. I really don't know how that's going to turn out, though. Like, I'm not. I tried filming one today and it was just like a disaster. So I, I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Um, but Instagram, I think is the best place 
for um, my, you know, viewers to connect with me for sure. I try to message everyone back as best as I can, but nice what's the instagram get uh, get the plug in there sure it's workout.with.gina nice yeah. nice good stuff well uh yeah gina thank you so much for coming on of um, sharing sharing that uh with us and uh and yeah what you're doing is really great so, so keep it you. up you and too, uh, it's really good to see yeah amazing you too oh, thank you're you. killing it <laughs> i appreciate it yeah uh, look, look at us who would have thought I a know, couple right? years ago who would have thought crazy <laughs> And that would be all she wrote. Indeed it is. Thoughts? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> D- drum roll, please. Flair for the dramatic. Always, man. Come on. Um, so I think there's an interesting message in here concerning the difference between self-discipline and motivation. Um, Gina, to me, is someone who is like running a masterclass in self-discipline um, and like taking joy in the process. You, you can watch some BS motivational video and get like hyped up for a few minutes and just be like, holy shit, I, I'm going to like rule the world, um, you know, snooze fest. But like self-discipline is something that's like so much deeper. It's the, this is something I have to do. This is something that I owe myself and I'm, I'm practicing habits that honor myself. Um, it's a lifestyle. It's not, it's not excited for a few minutes and then right back to, to, I, I don't know even what I would say, like back to just like a state of neutrality again again masterful oh, God. stop i'm gonna blush no that was that was really something yeah, no no seriously like wrap it up i'm getting tired of editing okay good point uh guys check out gina on social media at workout with gina that's workout dot with dot gina um she's amazing uh such a good friend of mine and i can't thank her enough for being on the show today uh and while you're there you know the drill at morzy at life strike podcast blah blah, blah 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 uh because no one's listening right now anyway so guess what you smell bad? Like, do I? Do I actually? Uh, it, yeah, it's it's not it's it's not good. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.